time. Welcome to Man Time, man. Hey, we got to talk up. Yeah, we here. Yeah. It's been a good day, man. We we dealing with the pre- Well, we're not dealing with the presidential election. I'm watching it while I'm eating popcorn. How about y'all? Is he? Who won? I don't know. They still don't know? I don't care. I covered that shit, dog. I think, I think Biden close to winning something like that. That's what the last time I heard before I left the house. But you know, they got to sell commercials and make this shit draw out and make some money off of it, so. How do you make no money? Advertisement, man. You know how many people watching CNN right now? Told them, MSNBC. You think they watching? You think they watching CNN? Hell yeah, they watching CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. What are you watching for? Just to get caught up in that question. Yeah, just to get caught up. That's what I'm trying to figure out. They say the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. They've been saying the same thing over there for 40, 50 years. Like, I mean, I don't understand. That's my thing. Like. People are so divided with this election and oh, with all election people are so divided and they the same people. Mm-hmm. So they gonna always be the same. People. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, what the, f- like, why y'all so like, you but, know what I'm saying? That's why I stopped caring. Like my that's students crazy, asked me this, like, Mister Vince, what you got going on? I really don't care, honestly. Why you don't care? I why I, I'm not y'all more upset than me. <laughs> y'all kids. Because they got idealism, they been they been raised on TV, and TV telling them what the fuck to think. You know what I'm saying? They just waiting to be led. Yeah. Like I was telling you, my side, bro. Most of the kids that be protesting, the children, people protesting as children, bro. The teenagers, huh? Like most of them probably not even in college, bro. At all. And they ain't got no experience. At all. So they don't work. Y'all yeah, know y'all don't know nothing about taxes. You don't know nothing about business. You don't own nothing. Yeah, you you don't like Trump because the me- what you the just media said. The media say, yeah, and like, he ain't got nothing to do. Like I told my kids, I said not to be any harm or anything like that. But like Trump ain't been in my neighborhood or Biden. I said a dude told me a long time ago, I'm not rich enough, or poor enough for the government to really care about me like that. And it's honest true. And it's it's yeah. the honest to God true. Like, I'm not rich enough to where they need me to pay them. Okay? Yeah. I'm not poor enough to where they need to pay me. Yeah. So I really don't factor to I don't, that. That's what I'm saying. I don't even deal with the government mm-hmm. at all. I don't have no... Like, they don't govern me. I govern myself. So, like, I'm the, I don't need nobody to tell me that I'm sick, that... Uh, what I need to do with my kids, um, you know, how to live my life. I don't listen to nothing. They have no blueprint to do anything right. They haven't done shit right. Nobody has. Right. When you, when you have, no, but to me, when again, for me, you know, I can only live my life for me, right? I can only control me. And so when you, like you said, I don't use anybody to govern me because then at that point, I ain't got no control over myself. And right. once I lose that part, nigga, I'm nobody. If that's what it but people, people, people don't have no control over themselves. They don't want any control over themselves. I'm not got to have control over me. People really don't want control of themselves for real, for real. Because if you got control over yourself, you got to be responsible. Yeah. And people don't want to be responsible. But I, and I think on the even on the point of responsibility, responsibility ain't that hard. Honestly, it's, no, it's, it, no, it it can be. It, no, that's what I'm oh, saying. So it, responsibility ain't that hard 
if you choose the right responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Well, if you're honest, I think with yourself. Well, that's but that's how you choose yeah, the right yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like some like you know how I say like, look, yeah. I always ask myself, am I willing to do something? Right. And mm-hmm. if I start to question that part, then I know I ain't willing to do it. A lot of people don't take that part, like whole kids thing, right? People just be jumping out there, oh, having kids, having kids, having kids. Shit's cool. Am I willing to do it? Do I really want to um, do it like that? Man, you got the business mm-hmm. phone. <laughs> be Man, she got the business call. Hello. Hello, Detective Watson. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my way, Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so. Billy Pat McCrystal. What did he just say? What he was saying? You know, the so kids thing. I like where you're going. Keep going. Kid, I mean, <laughs> you gotta have, you gotta have, we gotta start teaching kids to have control over ourselves. Like, take for instance, we got told my students, like, hey, one thing y'all gotta understand is, uh, check that astro. One thing you gotta understand is the government ain't legally obligated to teach you. Right? And you know, a lot of people Ooh. don't know that. A lot of people don't know, like, hey, it's nowhere in, you can't find nowhere in the Constitution, nowhere anywhere that says the government has a legal obligation to teach you, right? And so, when it comes down time, how you say, when it comes down time to your education, however you want to be educated, you have to go after that education. You have to go after what you want to learn. So, one of the things that I try to implore in my class is, hey, the things that y'all want to learn about, say it. And we're going to learn about it. That's what we're gonna do in my class. But they, that's but so they, that's the thing. They don't have an idea. So that's what I'm getting at. So that's what I'm getting at. So we have to start to teach the kids how to, like, they tell kids, well, we want kids to um, be able to be critical thinkers and critical writing, critical writers. I do too, right? But I'm not going to give, I'm gonna give them an open ended question. I'm not gonna give them a lead. Go back and get what they ask. They, they want, want to, they, who said they want these kids to be critical? Uh, that's what the that school right? system says. They want them to be who critical. Who said that? The school system. Which, wh- all school systems. S- that, oh. All school systems. Where is that written down at? They tell teachers be saying I'm serious. You hear critical hear thinking, you hear, yes, you hear that shit like this. Okay, so, so my question is this, how do you create critical thought? That's what, we're not, because see the thing about this. We're How giving them you, ho ho. You create ho, 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 ho. create critical thought through uh, what they call it. I'll just do practice. Hmm. So like, if you in an environment, you gotta be critical thinking in certain situations and certain environments. You ain't like you gotta make a right, a split decision about you know if I if I do this, then this will happen. If I don't do this, then this will happen. Only way to learn how to critical think is to actually be. It's experience and practice. Ah, like, that's ah, it. Ah, ah, but ah, ah, it's experience and practice. But the thing about this. You have to be practicing the right plays, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I want you to score, if I'm at the 50, what, what yard are they on? They on the 30, they on the 27, right? If I want to score, I'm not going to run a quarterback sneak. Right. right? I'm trying to score. Ooh, so when I say I'm not going to run a quarterback sneak, meaning if I run a quarterback sneak, the defense, you kind of know exactly what I do by how I line up. So it's no open-ended, I can't do nothing else. And so when I say critical thinking and stuff like that, the, the, the questions that we give the kids to um, practice their critical thinking, it's a leading question. So realistically, all you got to do is read the question and just kind of say in your own words what this question said. What are the kids actually learning? Nothing. Not, they just, it, 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 it turns into... You said uh, enough. It turns into, <laughs> it turns into it's for the school system, the school system wants them, they say 
that they don't want them to be a chant and response, reading response kids, right? That's what they say. Jake, you see, you, that's why he suck his teeth. That's what they say. But this is what they also say. We need you guys to assess them. We need, we need you guys to give them assessments. And we need to give them give you assessments on the things that they learn. And the things that they learn are based on the curriculum that we gave them. Okay, so if I have a, a formulated curriculum that I got to stick by, and I got distance learning, I got an hour to get this in there, right? How much critical thinking and critical learning can the kid actually do? That's one side. Okay. On the flip side is, how much does the kid actually want to do? Because again, I get on these calls and it's blank screens. I got to threaten them and say, hey, I'm going to start dropping your grade if you don't turn these, these cameras on. I will ping the kid and say, turn your camera on. They'll, they'll ping back and say, turn the camera on later. Kids don't see enough examples of what lack of education looks like. Mm-hmm. And it don't always be like nothing drastic, but it's like when you get to be like, let's say you might, if you get to 30 years old and you don't have, we ain't even talking about like degrees or nothing, but you just don't understand certain stuff. Don't like get it. You, you can't, you don't know how to finish a complete sentence. You don't know basic math. You don't understand certain concepts or certain things. Like, then you just don't know it. You just an adult that don't know. So your options is limited unless you know mm-hmm. It ain't even about school, it's just about preparing yourself forward. The less you know, the less options you have. So these kids, they see like, like I said, they on their phones all the time. So they see, okay, we on the internet. Uh, I can do OnlyFans or I can scam or I can, <laughs> you know, I can do all the other stuff to get money. But they don't see enough examples of like failure, like. To understand why they gotta take this kid. I don't, don't know. They'll stay dudes up. No, I they don't. You. They don't see enough failures to take the risk to fail. They don't. Nah. What you mean? They, they don't, don't see, see enough the, failure to know. take the risk. Because some of these be- kids be living with failure, but they don't. I'm about to say. Like, no, the they, ri- No, they all right. So for me, when I say take the risk, like yeah, jumping off the porch is taking a risk, right? And that's a risk that's probably going to lead to a failure. But I'm talking about like a real risk. Well, what's a real risk? Um, starting a business is a real risk. So we're risk. talking about kids. Oh, I mean, oh, oh, what are we developing? What are we trying to develop kids to do? Dropping so, out of school in ninth grade. That's a risk. And or, I understand it. And this is actually a true story. Dropping out of school. And this is not funny, but I'm smiling because it's like, you knew better. Dropping out of school in ninth grade and thinking that, you know, I can be one of those niggas. But you don't even have, you don't even understand what those niggas do. But I can be one of those niggas. And thinking that time is on your side because you're young. Mm. And then waking up Mm. and being like 21, 22, and you got like a record of petty ass crimes and you can't get no job and you're smart. But in this world, you need proof that you're smart. You don't have no proof that you're smart. And what you got working against you is a bunch of petty ass misdemeanors. Then you get a felony. Mm-hmm. Now you jammed up. Now you gotta do time. And now you sitting thinking about, damn, like I literally should could have just stayed in school and just rode the wave. And, and you know who be the worst? Pay. You know who be the worst in that situation? Right. You know who be the worst in that situation? I'm I'm gonna take you all the way back to your situation. Kid comes into school, ninth grade. Nobody get we notice that hey, this kid ain't no he not fit for school. School ain't for him. You know, we figured that out in ninth grade. 
we ain't give him the option or say we demean this option so much that already we know like this kid's not school. So college, all of that right now, out the door, anything like that. So what do we need to do as 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 a society, or what we what should we be doing as teachers and educators? I'm not even say I'm say educators. That's gonna throw the admin in there also. At that point, we should be informing kids of their options. Okay, if you're not a school person, if you know that coming to school from seven o'clock to two o'clock ain't you, then you might need to think about night school. If you also know that ain't you, and we need to make sure that at least once you get out in these streets, you are competitive. You can. Go and maybe get a welder certificate. What do you have to have to get a welder certificate? ED, either that high school diploma or GED. We don't even tell kids to get GEDs. Oh, how about this? True story, me and my man, we both found out he had a kid on the way. I just found out COVID was coming. I was 17 or 18. I was 18, he was 17. We went to go take the plumbing test, right? The basic knowledge test before the apprenticeship for plumbing. Dog, they had math on that joint I ain't never seen mm-hmm. before in my life. And I'm sitting there with a bunch of dudes that's twice, three times my age yep. in the room. Like, it's packed. It's like 60 niggas in this room. It was out Maryland. Out, uh, I want to say it's Lanham or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was out there. So I'm looking at this test, and all I kept thinking is like, damn, son. Like, I thought I was three times. All I kept thinking is like, dang. Like, maybe if I would have paid attention to class, I understand it. But it wasn't meant for me to do that. But like, So the pause of right there, because mm-hmm. when... When you realize that, mm-hmm. and you like, damn, really not paying attention, my fuck, I might not mm-hmm. be able to make no money. Yeah, yeah. And it's a gateway, it's a gate, right there. Yeah, and I gotta have a piece. I gotta have a piece of paper. Yeah. You know how much they yeah. were gonna pay us an hour for like training? And all, That's just like thirty, forty bucks an hour. Yeah, and all hard. you can, and all you can think just, about was your, was damn. If I would have did stop bullshit, mm-hmm. I could have been. And but you start starting out at 30, 40 bucks an hour. So imagine doing that for five, 10 years where you at. You walking on to a job as a foreman saying, like, I need right now, I'm a millionaire. Yeah, easy. And right. kids don't even understand that. Yeah. Don't even understand that. Plumbing and electrician, how they, like, the dudes, that junior and that circle is so tight, like, everybody does not get in. They keep black people out, number one. Like, them Italians and them white boys, they keep, them Pennsylvania boys, they keep black people out. But, but it's see, like a barrier. Like if you don't know, you just it's you limited. Like and I think in our communities, it's it's way bigger than school. And I was talking to somebody about this because I I'm, I really believe this like wholeheartedly. When everybody want to have these conversations about ethical police and the criminal justice system and school to prison pipeline, to me the teachers play a bigger role in that than the police. Because from when I was in school to when I worked in the school. You mm-hmm. consistently see attitudes and culture develops where as though teachers are pushing kids away mm-hmm. from learning mm-hmm. because they teach it in just this. A lot of teachers don't even know what they're teaching, right? You got teachers who didn't even go to school to be teachers. You got teachers who, who literally just go. It's like Kobe a, teaching. I ain't about to get too deep into it's it. Like, it's, it's like but a. But she yeah. was trying to say, oh, I need to know that you know the math. First of all, y'all seen when she was in the office and she was doing the math, how she was doing it. Now, I showed her the way we was taught. I like, I don't know which way is better, but like some people learn different. So always know this so that if you need to come back to something, it's easier for you this way, you can come this way. But she did the work. She had the proof or whatever, you know, and I don't want to say too much because she probably listened. I don't want her to be like, yeah, my teacher was, I knew my, I knew she was wrong, but like at the end of the day, it's like, we doing a virtual learning. I'm hearing how you talking to my kids. He's trying to tell you the answer. 
skipped over. You just, teachers, number one, a lot of teachers got confidence. And number two, a, a lot of teachers don't know what the fuck they're teaching. Because they just literally are teaching the book that they got in front of them that they just not in the trance. So because you, like, you have to understand, like, like you said a lot, like when you go look at the top of our education system, right? Look mm-hmm. at the, the head of our education system. So you have to know that the people that are at the head of our education system on whatever level, you're talking a collegiate level or, or public school level, however, once you start saying, okay, if the heads are acting like this and then they're implementing this into the teachers, by the time you went through four, six, sometimes eight years of school and you've been preached the same thing and you get into the classroom and kids are totally different than what they teach you in teaching school. I took a couple of those classes in. Teaching school. Yeah, it's totally because, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's totally different from what they teach you because when you get in class, then it the, that book shit goes out the door. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're dealing with people. You're dealing with people yeah. that have a mind that can change their mind, that can have feelings, that can feel this way a certain way, that can feel that way. So you can't necessarily approach them every day that you approach that book. You actually got to how some people say some people are book smart and some people have common sense. A lot of the times what we're trying to put, well, how we're trying to handle our students is we're trying to handle them by the book. Exactly. So you guys, well, not you per se, you guys, that that's not teaching. No. That's called babysitting. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're doing right that's now. That's called training. They want kids yeah. to be subordinate. Right. They don't want these niggas to learn. They right. just want them to follow directions. And so you have a teacher like me, right? That don't follow directions. Mm-hmm. And you want me to teach kids to follow what you say and not question it? No, I want my kids to question me. Everything, yeah. I want them to question me. Because because when you question things, that's how you learn. That's how you learn. That is exactly how you learn. That's why they don't ask you questions, Missy, because they're scared. Because these kids, like, they got this fear and this anxiety around being wrong and being, like... But, Letting people down. And that's what I I tell my kids all I told them that from day one, look, I don't believe in wrong answers. But listen, but listen, it's a, it's a matriotic, the school system is matriotic now. Mm -hmm. And it's ran by women. And men tend to question everything because we tend to be in charge. So we have to learn a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you are inquisitive, they take that as you trying to be in charge. Disrespectful. Right. And they will not call on you and they will try to bury you. That's why I told you, I told you when you started the school system, I say, bro, you won't be out of there in a minute. <laughs> you know what you what you just said? That's how niggas end up in jail. I promise you. Yes. And, and I literally grew up with people. The dude who was just outside walking up, bro, yeah. he one of them. So I'm like, yeah. like son, five years in the feds, like, but at school because we don't want to deal with these certain person because they be uncomfortable, bro. Like, and that's my thing, and that's the only time I be like really bothered by with like white folks. Like, they think the world got to stop when they're uncomfortable. Like yeah. my nigga, if, if every time some one of us felt uncomfortable. We just stop doing something. Like, do y'all understand what would not get done? Nothing. Like, and that's nothing. what I be trying to tell my. I I honestly be trying to get my because again, my kids right now in the tenth grade. So you got two years. You got two years, and realistically, and realistically, some of y'all got a year before y'all have to take care of grown people responsibilities. Y'all got y'all got a family that y'all actually have to become a part of the contribution, right? So within a year, or even now, you have to contribute, right? 
And I want my kids to understand that the world does not wait on you. It don't. Once you get out of like what the, what we what the 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 structure of school and the structure of life are two totally different things. Totally different. And kids are we're setting a lot. We were taught that when we were in school. You know what I'm saying? We used to have teachers that tell you like, look, I got mine. If you don't get yours, you're gonna be fucked up. <laughs> I'm dead. Miss McNair, Miss Sims, Mr. Moore, yeah. Mr. McClure, all of them used to tell me that. Hey, if you don't get your shit together, you're gonna be fucked up. Straight up. Uh, hey, hey, that's just it. Looking bad. Looking you're gonna be weak. out here looking. Looking weak. So yes, ain't nobody. It ain't no. It ain't no. Hey, okay, cool. Just turn it in. Three looking weeks bad later. is the new looking good. Shit. Not when you're. All right. Nah, for real. Hey, you know when you looking. You know what? That shit's all cool and well until you until your shit. Until you until you at work, right? If you at work, mm-hmm. and that nigga sit your shit on the curb, and by the time you get home, everybody ran through it. Yeah, that's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when you realize, like that shit. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! That, for real? There ain't nobody. My damn jacket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they got everything. <laughs> they got the only thing left you out there was some bags that the nigga put well, your you shit can't in. Keep no job because you stupid. Right? Yeah. You can't. You ain't got no structure within yourself. Yo, yeah. yo, you gotta relax. No, nah, but he being like, for real. Talk, bro, like, it's, I'm telling you, man. You think you look? You think the streets fucked up? Most say, bro, like, and they don't even be out of the crazy part. No, <laughs> they don't even be street people. So they be people that like really had options, but they might have got turned off in school and they just stopped going. By the way, there are so many people. And for me, it was crazy. Man, I'm a, my father would whoop my ass if I wouldn't. I'm dropping out. Man, I would we would beat my ass every day I came out. This the kids that like, piss this the kids that piss me off. The kid, the boy, the young the young man, right? That got charm. And overall, if you got a little bit of charm and a little bit of and just a little bit of knowledge, you can actually kind of get somewhere. Because you can show them that you know a little bit. And then turn your charm on. I already know what you're about to say, bro. Yeah, and then turn your charm on. I've done that so many times to where you get on the scene and they be like, oh, he not a dummy. He not a dummy. Now, I might not know everything y'all talking about, but I know enough. Or you gave me you gave me three minutes to pull it up in my phone. You, you didn't pay attention to me for three minutes. I pulled it up in my phone and I got a brief and I'm able to mention it. And then I'll turn the charm on. The kids that have that gift, and don't use it, and then they turn to something totally different. And because what happens is they be that 35-year-old person that Jake said to where they use their charm in all the wrong ways. And by 35, or they, they think like that's just their mentality. Like, nah, knowing it to work with somebody who just think, oh, I'm about to just wing it every time. Yeah. Like sign, no sign. At some point you gotta put like some application into mm-hmm. it, like. If I'm if I'm working with somebody, we doing a job together. We got a project we're doing together. We, you know, what I'm saying we building something, and you're not putting all y'all, both of y'all, resources study shit. So y'all gonna know what y'all talking about. When you say, if I say, look, we about to do this, we about to build this. All right, boom. With the email y'all instructions tonight, so y'all can look over them. So in the morning, we can just get hit the ground moving. You, you get to a point, you too old to just be like, oh nah, you know, fuck this, y'all figure it out. No, no. we're like, no, son, like. Do this, but the reality is they be afraid of learning because they got chunked off early or they had a bad experience early. And I think, you know, well, well, not even that they got turned off. That some people, some people have, some people learning is not. I'm not gonna say it's not easy, but 
learning has to be indoctrinated in you, bro. It has to be nurtured. You see what I'm saying? Like, it has to be encouraged. And it has to be demonstrated. And, you know, and even I was talking to Rick last night about, about, uh, you know, about me being a father and how I have to, I can't just tell my kids what to do. Mm-hmm. I have to developmentally show them what I got. I have to model it every day. So I can't tell them, yo, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can be anything you want if I'm not pursuing my dreams to be anything I want. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I, it's not going it's not going to ring the same. Mm-hmm. So me doing it every day and them seeing it, it becomes a routine of this is how I'm getting to where I'm going because I'm learning, I'm reading, I'm, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to do this, this is what it takes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And some people don't, some people not given that opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So I pose this question to you. Is it a parent's job to do that? It's, it's do, do you blame a parent? Do you do you blame a parent for not making this making their children take education serious? I blame in in both parts. It's the parent and the educator. It's the parent because think about this. I'm just gonna say this. It's no way that your kid is gonna come to see me if we're distance learning. That I'm gonna see your kid two hours. Two and a half to three hours out of the week. If we in school, I'm gonna see your kid close to five hours a week, and I'm not gonna give that effort to give off the resources that I have. But you got you got multiple kids, I, and I and any kid, any kid, and whether they're in my classroom, whether I can meet a kid out on the street. And hold up, Miss, you can't use yourself because you are a. Uh, abnormality because you don't have any children of your own. All right, so anyway, so I'm, I'm saying this as, a, as teachers, people, oh, period. period. Okay. Anytime you are around a kid, right? Because I, I, kids to me are innocent. Okay. Right? I always see kid, kids as innocent. So anytime a kid reaches out, I do everything I can oh, to yes. help. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Everything I can to help. Absolutely. So at that point, I don't just, I don't, I don't put it on a situation. Look, if your parent ain't doing it, I ain't got time to be fighting that battle. I'm gonna do my part while I got the time to do it. Yes. And so that is where I leave it. I don't have time to figure out, I don't have time to have that argument of, well, our parents supposed to be doing more. Well, you in high school, so so we're talking about, no, we talking about kids that, kids that have, second and third grade. I'm not talking about me personally. No, I'm talking about anybody. Anytime, if you out on the street, if you out on the street, and you any as as adults, right? Yeah. As adults, you should if you are navigating this life correctly, right? Then you have network. You've met resources. You know what I'm saying? Like Jake's a resource to me. I'm a resource to Jake. You're a resource to me. I'm a resource to you, right? Right. So overall, if I've got a kid that's interested in videography, Jake's the first person I call. Yes. If I got a kid that's interested in art, you're the first person I call. Yes. As adults, that is our job. Mm-hmm. 
that's to, a, to be the net to be to the, be the reason to be the yeah to be the resource yeah. that is our job overall because that was somebody's job to me once i hit a certain age but so, i knew my time is gone yeah but this is what i'm telling you the 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 network of grown-ups has changed because they don't we don't know they are it's they are they are not they are not even going outside of themselves for real if you get what i mean but the, what I'm saying is that they aren't. They aren't. It's fifty-fifty though. Okay. It's, it's fifty-fifty. You have half the people that aren't, and you have half the people that are. Okay. okay? Yeah. So the people that are have to do a better job of being that resource. There are a lot of people that I walk around that I know that I tell people about what I do, what we do, and they don't even come off the bench. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they don't even come off the bench. Yeah. They don't. They don't pick up the phone. They don't buy a ticket to say, "Hey, I'm just gonna buy a ticket." I know I ain't coming to the game, but I'm gonna buy a ticket. And when I mean when I say that, I mean support. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like you got people that can support, whether it's financially, whether it's short. You know, I never ask anybody for money. I ask you for your time, yeah. because that's more important to me than anything. Because if every if 50 people gave me their money to do something, and I'm the only person who showed up, events a failure. I don't care how much money I got because then now I got to pay outside people that I'm not, I don't have that personal relationship with mm -hmm. to make sure this is put on. And so now it just becomes business as opposed to becoming a personal resourcing point for me. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do, I do for me sharing my resources. Okay. Okay. Yes. And so a lot of people don't go into it with that. A lot of people go into it with, I'm trying to get my name out. I'm trying to get this off. I'm trying, none of that. For me, it's about these kids because I know that in 20 years, they're gonna be in my position, right? And if I did my part to show them the resource, then either whether I was the first resource or their 50th resource, right? <clears throat> they got enough resources that the, when it's their turn to be to give out those resources, they're in position to understand like your post today. They're in a position to understand what the resource is and how to give it out because somebody did that to them. Mm -hmm. And we don't do that. We don't we don't necessarily share our resources. Who, when you talk about we, who you talking about? People, period. Yeah, as a community. People, period. As a community. To me, We're I think so, education, like, and learning, it's like all kids want to learn. Like, they, they learn how to tie their shoes, they learn how to brush their teeth, they learn how to ride a bike, like, I seen the little kid riding a little moped today when he was at the park or whatever. He probably was like six. They learn how to do stuff. It's just in them. You put anything in front of them, they learn it, they figure it out. Like that's their natural ability. But what they continue to learn is what we encourage. We don't. What are we encouraging them to learn? We don't support school. We downplay school, but we don't put nothing else, nothing else on in front of them. So we say. We'll say, oh, yeah, well, this ain't the way these kids need to learn, but. How they need to learn. You know what I'm saying? It's nothing else on the other side. So what do they do? They go to their phones and they learn how to do something and say, oh, I'm going to do this. Or they go outside and see a bunch of people doing bullshit. Or in their peer group, that's the strongest influence. Like, from starting in, like, second or third grade, they say, all right, well, look, my friend's doing this, so I'm going to do this. Like, we don't, as adults, we do got a responsibility. And this going to, like, I don't want to take it no other, but. So that's like a, so, so I'm asking you who's because we 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 because we are trying to we are trying to come up with a solution here. Who's 
whose responsibility? You all got to take accountability. Number one, the, you want me to be honest with you? And it, it's going to sound harsh. It's going to sound harsh. The number one, the person that has the number one responsibility is the child. It's the child. Mm-hmm. It's the child. Yeah. They have the number one, because regardless of how old, how young, how old you are, you control you. You stick well, your no, hand. you can't say that. If yes, you, you do. You, let me tell you how you control At two? You. Yeah. yeah. At two, you control you. <laughs> you control you. You shit on yourself at two. I don't I don't make you shit on yourself. You shit on yourself at two. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish that. You shit on yourself at two, right? Mm-hmm. And you continue to shit on yourself until you realize it's not right to shit on myself. Right. Okay. Or oh, so, I could have rash. This is the burn. Oh, yeah. And this is a burn my ass. So, again. So, again. It is on you. Damn, now, you saying, kids, Jake, right? Jake, can, Jake, consider, <laughs> Jake, consider, this is why I don't have kids. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> this is why I don't. <laughs> Look, this is why I don't. Um, Jake, consider, they tell you all day, like, stop shitting on yourself. You can keep having this rash, keep having this rash, yeah, keep having this rash. Yeah. It's on you to decide, like, hey, I'm going to sit on this goddamn potty until I shit. Or I'm going to keep getting my ass whooped because I'm peeing in the bed. Or I'm gonna have this rash. You know what I'm saying? It's on the it's on the person, whether it's a kid, adult, whoever, it's on the person okay. to decide. I can give you everything. I can I can put the potty out there. I can put the, the when you do shit on yourself, I can put the 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 bar the, the cream on you and everything, right? Yeah. But if you continue to do it, there's nothing else well, I can I'll do. Push with on it's on the parents to convey that to that child. Yeah, I gotta do my At part. Age, I let that child understand yeah. like you have because it goes both ways. You're accountable for yourself. So if something good goes wrong, but Jack, that's the point. If something bad happens. You have to be accountable, responsible. The adult it. brings the resources. I bought you the cream, right? I bought you. The, I bought you the potty, right? I told wipes. you. I told you the wipes. I told you the instructions. Hey, if you're feeling this way, say something. Right, so I gave you everything. I, I gave you the resources. I gave you the call word. I gave you everything to kind of help you through this. Now, if you be oblivious to all of that, then what am I supposed to do? I got you. I got you. I got you. I- and now I might be saying that again from the point of not having kids and not having to go through that emotional part of the what, kid part. What I was about to say, you you know what the limerick system is. Mm-hmm. You know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So. Explain it to him, to Jake. I'm high, man. Okay. <laughs> so the language system is the when you breastfeed mm-hmm. and you sucking that that is a brain function. Yeah. Right. So that's why they say you should breastfeed because it is a it's the action of yeah it activates yeah. right yeah so a lot of children aren't oh it was explained to me different but I got it's, it's yeah. the same way yeah, but yeah a I got lot the of children are formula fed now. Mm-hmm. so they're not getting that the activation right so that has a lot to do with how you develop mm-hmm. when I'm studying now is that has a lot to do with how you develop but you know why you know why a lot of kids are formula fed right it's cheaper absolutely Absolutely, absolutely, and it's easy. It's easier. Uh, whip that thing up, shake yeah, it up. It's 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 very it's like, easy. So it's microwavable. Ki- it's microwavable. Everything. Yeah, women be somewhere. How do they pump milk? It, it's it's a lot of that too. It's like women's bodies is like it's 
need a woman one day to come over and just talk about this. Men's bodies too. Men's yeah, bodies too. A lot of like, for example, like Corbin Smith born, her mother was young, you know what I'm saying? Like Kobe and latch on, like it's certain things want to develop, like, you know what I'm saying, mature or whatever, but it's a lot of things that play in that stress, anxiety, if you smoke, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like a lot of stuff, but. Ooh. So your question, uh, like I feel like as a community, we all have to just accept accountability and move forward willing to like improve. Like we all got to improve because the parents got to step up. But like you said, man, see, like the people who don't have kids or just be adults, period, they got to be willing to be models and resources. And that means putting, not being selfish and not saying, I'm going to do this whole mentality of, I always was taught this, ego is man's biggest weakness. The minute you think that you're bigger than whatever, like that's, that's the miniature demise. The miniature demise. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna disagree with that because ego is not a bad thing. Because ego. I ain't saying it's a bad thing, but you know about biggest weaknesses. So if it's important because part of the ego thing is the confidence that drives you to do greatness. Absolutely. But at the same time, with men, we have this complex to where as though we. Like, I ain't talking about specifically like men, but this is humans. Period. We got this thing where we achieve greatness and think like we we can't. The ego becomes too, we're so big that, okay, this can't touch me, I can't touch this, and this is about me, and this and that. And we get to a point where everything becomes about self and not about the collective. I'm a, now, I'm we're, a, we I'm survive proud. to a certain point, specifically as black folk, because of the collective, the community. Like, mm. it was no individual people saying, I'm going to get to this point. And well, hold up. You, you skipping over. Go ahead. So... Based on what you said, I was watching, this was on um, YouTube the other day. I was watching some, I can't even think of who I was watching. It might have been the Mike Tyson thing. He said to the black community, you know, or what, you know, or even just the people, period. I don't even say the black community. Yeah. You know what one of the biggest, most contradicting words that has, I'm not going to say destroyed our society? Humble. The word humble. Case in point. <clears throat> a nigga, a nigga go out, he score 40 points, he grab a triple-double, and he do it, he a rookie, and he do it, he's showing out, he the new nigga on the, he new nigga in the league, right? What's the first thing they tell him? Act like, uh, oh, this ain't gonna always be like this. No, man. stay humble, act like you've been here. Mm-hmm. All right, so, which is true, you want to stay humble, you want to, you want to stay humble, right? You want everybody to be humble. Imagine saying that to the cat that's begging out on the street too, though. Like, hey, man, you need to humble yourself. You do what? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, you told the nigga that, you told the nigga that, like, hey, I need you, if you get this big, I need you to bring yourself to a point so I'm comfortable around you. Well, and then on the cat on the corner, hey, you need to humble yourself so God brings you up to whatever level that you need to be, right? And you just have to, and the guy on the, the guy on the corner looking at you like, man, I ain't eight. How can you tell me to humble myself? Which, and realistically, both factions are speaking the same truth. Like both, you all, you supposed to, in whatever situation you're in, you're supposed to remain humble. Whether you the cat on the corner, hungry, and it's hard, it's hard to fathom that point of, I mean, let me humble myself. Let me stay humble within it and everything going to work out. It's hard to when you're in that but situation. But I think just to kind of stick to what you were saying and like, like back to like the kids' responsibility part, like 
we we at a point now where how do we even get people to give a fuck about the kids, period? Bro, they don't. Exactly. Like, how do we even get to that point? Like, we, we missed even... we missed the we we missed the crucial something very crucial because we are we we are in a caucasian mindset, which means that our our, our base where we come from is communal. But when we came over here, as that's what I'm saying, we, like we, we, even when we was over here, like no, our people didn't grow up like that. I so. know because, but then when we integrated, mm-hmm. listen, it's every man for themselves, and that's that's what's that's what's hurting us right that's now. That's right because our strength was never no one black person. That's like, right. It was never that. That's right. It was always family, community. That's right. The confidence and the and the greatness comes from, okay, I see you doing this and I see you doing this and I see him doing this. I can do this too and y'all going to help me but get up there. Pitted, but they pitted us against each other for exactly. the scraps. Right and now, we at a point where, how do you even give a fuck? Like, we talking about helping the kids, right? How do I get a nigga that's down the street that don't got no kids that's getting money doing what he's doing and say, look, Hey, bro, when you see these youngers out here, woo, woo, because don't have lead to lead them into the bullshit. You, you know doing. how we do You know, you know how how it's being done. What you have to destroy the narrative, and I keep saying that you have to destroy their narrative and build your own narrative. So mm-hmm. we we are making what's cool. But the thing, but but that starts on the part. I always tell people like. We not <clears throat> we far away from black people as a whole, period. Like as a, as a whole, like for be for being black people as a whole, we far away from that. Um, we have to be black people as individuals first. Meaning, Jake has to get his family straight. I gotta make get my family straight. You gotta get your family straight. That's where we gotta start. We gotta start with single household. You know what I'm saying? Like Jake, that should be your first. Bitch. But I think that's, so, but that's I, what I'm saying. But I see, we're so focused. Can happen at once though, because like if I'm getting an example, Go ahead. if I'm getting my family together, right? We ain't got nothing. We broke. You know what I'm saying? We we only got what we got. Nigga next door, he ain't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? He he broke. He fucked up. But it's that time over here. I just might have a whole bunch of rice, and you know somebody blessed us with like, yeah. chicken. Yeah, you got to get back to hey, that. Look, bro, y'all come over and get some of this. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm not going to deter from taking care of what I got, but at the same time, I'm not going to spite and be like, nah, nigga, this is just us over here because he might get resentment towards me and not just me, other niggas, and be like, nah, it's out here, it's only for self because that's what it is. It's we, everybody, like, it's so many people I talk to, but don't nobody give a fuck about nothing, but like, I get it because you only really can control yourself and focus on yourself, but when you're talking about youth and what you're talking about like as adults and like, these niggas, these kids ain't seeing no, you know what the, the youngin that said to me uh, at the line it up? Oh, we ain't had nobody to look up to, Mr. Clock. It was just, you know, so-and-so. And he wasn't even a good example because he was doing this. Like, they don't even, we don't, we don't, it's not even about, like, a money thing, a financial thing. It's like, we not even conscious of who's watching us. Like, somebody's always watching us. Yeah. Somebody's always looking at us. What's going on? What's what you going over here? What's going over there? We not even conscious of who's watching us. We just out here moving, just like fuck it. I'm gonna do what I want to do because I want to do it. And I think like 
you should always move how you feel led to move, but at the same time, you gotta be aware and cognizant like what's in your surroundings. Always kids watching. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how most kids get into bullshit growing up. Like you see somebody doing something, they expose it to you. Most kids ain't gonna just walk up and say, "Oh, what you doing? I want to do this too." But if you, they in the vicinity, and you say, "Oh yeah, y'all come over here and this, 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 this," it's like it's what we encourage, but. You can't, like, how, how do we even get people to give a fuck? Like, in order for us to say we want to create a healthy environment where kids can learn, be productive, and not like school learning, but like life learn. Learn and be productive and be prepared, give you love, the self-love part, because that's a big part of it. We have to become a more aware community. But I don't even, I'm not trying to be negative or nothing, but I don't even see how you can even get niggas to give a fuck, bro. Like, well, I told you, I... We not really talking to niggas. I really don't do too much talking to niggas. Because but everybody thing, ain't every yo, listen, everybody ain't supposed to get it. It's not, it's not about like everybody it. getting it. It's about it's just about like what y'all was saying. Like if these youngins, if these kids, we got a responsibility. Let's say it's just us. And it's it's just a community with just, just ten people and we three the people that are doing like the positive thing. It's our responsibility to say, okay, we move consciously, we move correctly to an extent where they see the examples of. It's what. not. It's not nothing you can say. And I'm not saying nothing. I'm saying no. they see an examples of right. what what is not what yeah. they don't want to be. Yeah. Because most kids grow up and say, look, I don't want to be like this, but they don't see no other examples of what right. other is. Right. So it ain't no examples of what nobody should want to be like. What you mean? It's no. Is what 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 are the examples in the community? Come on, positive example? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you even get people... You have to destroy the narrative. That's what I'm telling you. What what I what I am doing right now, we're going to destroy... We're going to destroy it all. And then we're just going to build it all the way back up. You know? And, like... You know, it's it's no it's never gonna everybody not gonna make it. Everybody is not gonna it's not gonna be no kumbaya shit. No, nah, I don't I mean I think that's 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 it. It's that's we, we that's passed unreal. That. I we think passed that's unreal. We had also, a chance to do it's that. all it's also irresponsible to move in a way it's where in a way you thinking like because you never know who is watching. You never know who is needing an example. But that ain't got nothing to do with what you doing. Don't you don't matter who watching. It do. No, it don't. Because you got youth watching, you got youngest watching. As long as you're doing if, the right thing, that's all that's, that's what I'm saying. If you're doing the right thing, you have youngest watching. That's right. And if I'm not I'm not disagreeing, we do gotta build a new narrative. Right. That's that's we do gotta build a new narrative. That's it. But it does matter about who's watching, because the kids is always watching. That's so it's right. not about getting everybody else to move like that and not that's about right. saving everybody. That's right. It's just about getting to a point with the people who are in your circle, in your community, understand that look. We have to move knowing that if it ain't 10 kids watching, it's one kid watching. That's right. And that kid, that might be his saving grace because that was me. That was me. In my community, I was looking at the one nigga who, who was with all of y'all all of a sudden, and he don't hang with y'all no more. But y'all still respect him and hang with y'all. That was the dude. I'm like, damn. Nigga name was Aaron. I'm like, damn. Like how he, you know what I'm saying? He was the man. Now he's still the man, but he don't even do what y'all do no more. He don't even... You don't, don't got to do that. Yeah, but I think as a community, we just got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't, I don't think it's never about, like, saving, you know, everybody, but it's just about, we have to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, I always say, man, let me tell you something. When it comes down to kids, especially young men, young males, take one, right? Yeah. You know why? Because 
when when um, when Pete McMullen went to pick up my homeboy Bill, oh he he picked Bill up twice. And you know who I, who wanted to go? What? Me. I wanted to go too. I wanted to see like, hey, where y'all going? So for me, all I need is one, mm-hmm. because I know if I got one, it's gonna be a couple more that's gonna come. All I need is one, and that's how we got to get back to the community. We have to. A lot of people in the community is. I'm not. A, I can say here, it's not a Atlanta. Community. It's just a bunch of niggas. <laughs> everybody, everybody, nonprofit. I got to take the pictures and stuff like that. Like, nah, man. Like Binks Pop said. Like Coach Binks said, man. Walking trophies are good enough for me. Like, yeah, like look, man, that's good man, enough for me. Be perfect example because, like, he went through he went through in his life, and he literally came back and said, "I'm pulling everything I can yeah. into Yankees life." And he ain't even like reaching. He's just doing what he like. Yeah, just coach, do what you, you like. That's it. That and, and it's so many cat. It's so many. A lot of cats to feel like. Let me tell you something. I will take anybody. When I do line it up, if anybody, I don't, if you play high school football twenty years ago and you say, "Hey, I, I want to come out and help," I will take anything because I know one thing about it. Once you play football, you're gonna remember a couple of things about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That you could be able to teach somebody. Yeah. So if I got ten cats out here that might have played football early 2000s, late 99s, yeah. when they really played football, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When cats really was trying to take your head off, yeah. then if they come out here and they just teach this one kid something, I got ten kids to learn something today. Yeah. I won. I or, won. Or if you come across a kid and it's like, let's say you see him on the news and he kills somebody and everybody sees the picture. I've seen this before too. They be like, "Well, well I told you you was gonna be like this," but he was in y'all class. Y'all had him in the your teacher. fault. You know it's your saying? fault. Y'all all had interactions with him. Y'all be quick to talk shit about when people down. Y'all be quick to bash niggas or quick to say, "I told you he was gonna be like this." But but, but it's like, did you ever listen to him? Did you ever take an opportunity? They don't want the challenge. It ain't even always about like talking to these guys. They don't want. They that's what I told you outside. People not even dealing with themselves. They don't want the challenge. Yeah. People so, do not want the challenge of a lot even, of things. It ain't even about no challenge. They people not being honest and dealing with they self, they own issues. So like they don't even know how to walk these kids through their issues. You know what I'm saying? That's what teaching. But that goes back into the statement Missy had made as like far as like educating people in the building and like what you said about the accountability question. Like whose fault is it? So the kids have a part. The parents have a part. If you sign this application, this contract, and say, I'm going to get paid this amount of money, your job ain't just to come to classroom. Your job is to listen. So even if they, let's say somebody is, like, throwing off and, like, you know, they not dealing with themselves, you still have an obligation to look. Like, even just not judging. Just not judging the child or just not putting off your own your own feelings or whatever on the child can do, can, can help a child out. But it's too much. I feel like everything, like, I mean, I agree. I think you do got to burn down and start over, like, change the narrative. Because right now, it's literally just, like, it's nothing. Nothing is beneficial coming from, from, I ain't going to say nothing is beneficial. Who, how, but the structure, the, the structure that they're trying to push right now, that's being pushed, not trying, in our community, it's not it's not beneficial to the youth at all. Who, ha- who, who's, who has to change the narrative? We do. We, adults or kids? It's a collective. Again, it's a collective thing. All right. Um, because let's say we just talk from a media standpoint. I'm right? not. If, I'm, the reason, I, if I got a camera, right, and I mm-hmm. say I want to start a production company, I'm doing this, I got a media company, and I see a kid who got a unique act, but they just, you know, whatever, whatever, you know what I'm saying, and I'm able to, like, allow them opportunity to tell a story, then I have the obligation to make them 
to, to, to put that, provide them the opportunity, but it's their obligation to follow through on it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's other people's obligation to make sure, look, like you said, the support and the resources. So mm-hmm. to make sure that that person, it's just like, for example, we watch a football, like, like oftentimes, damn near everything got to go right for these niggas to get to the NFL. Mm-hmm. No matter how talented you are. Their resources and everything is put into place and the support system is there and it's strong. What uh, Stick said in the interview, the main thing he said was what? Support system. He got a strong support system. He got his mother. He got uh, his coaches. He got trainers. He got two. He got everybody, his friends. He got a strong support system. That nigga's going to win. Oh, I met I met Stick's Pop. Hey, shout out to Gator, man. Stick's Pop's <laughs> man, Gator. Hey, I found some hit. Sticks pops is a he he was a a baller. For real? Yeah, Sticks brother go he played ball in Maryland. For real? He played corner, he's sophomore cornerback in Maryland. Like I they got ballers, they got players in that family. Like yeah, uh, call him Gator. He used to play. Uh, started out at Baloo, and I think they ended up in Temple Hills, whatever school it was back in that day. But like, balled out was a it wasn't no wasn't no slouch. He got it. Yeah, he got it in him. I mean, I've heard, I've I had a couple coaches mm-hmm. talk to me about his pops. Was like, yeah, nah, Gator was that dude. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. Who's under that? Nah, yeah, like that's that, that like Gator son. And you know, you know, if your pops got a, a name like Gator, like everybody had a everybody. I knew like Gator in our hood. Like Gator was uh, Gator drove a Chevy. He had he was like five seven. He had dark skin, had goals. He's like five seven. Yeah, he's like five seven. Man, had some goals. But Gator was the freshest nigga. One of the first, him and Tim Parrish was one of they was the first niggas I knew rocking Tommy Hilfiger. And I meant like, at this point in time, like, they was rocking the swim shorts with the polo shirt and the Reeboks. Fresh, all yellow, all straight up and down. And you looking like... Brighter shit. Brighter yeah, you shit. looking like, damn, nigga, I got to get me some shit like that. Like, yeah. But I mean, just, I mean, even with the, with, like, take for instance, like how you said the other day, you got to give kids an avenue. You got to show them something. Like, I went to... We went out to, my wife even went with me. I appreciated that. We went out to um, this tournament the other day out in Frederick. Um, shit was amazing. And I mean, hey, matter of fact, I, this, this is something to say this to you, man. My heart goes out to you. Ooh. For sitting at them damn track meets all day. Nigga, oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. I mean, that's my key. So, <laughs> like, Jake. And then, now here goes oh, Jake. I ran track. Now, Jake. In the morning to damn near in the night. Jake, you heard him say, like, that's his kids, right? Jake, I have no kids in the fight. All I did was put up money. Again, I told my kids, when they left, lined it up, I said, hey, this is what's going on. You get your team together, you want to do it, I got y'all. Pay for everything else. Even the coach said, hey, I don't think that they should go. I said, coach, I'll tell you what. I'm going to take my hands off of it. If they want to go, I'm not going to stop them. I'm still going to pay for it, though, because that's something that they want to do. And within two weeks, within two weeks, mm-hmm. these kids put together a team. They got their money together. They got their plays together. They got their practice together. They, they all practice on the same time and all that. And they actually went out and won a game. Yeah. Went out and won a game against teams that might have been playing all summer. Playing together all summer. It was like a 7-on-7 seven seven tournament? Mm-hmm. Playing together all summer. My kids made it to the playoffs. Yeah, to the playoffs. I had to tell them, like, hey, this ain't nothing to hang your head about. Because you know why? It's some teams that's been practicing all summer. They left three hours ago. Y'all still out here with the lights on. 
Uh, niggas came out here today. You know what I'm saying? Y'all here with the lights on. Y'all came out. His teens came out here. They got the fit. Like how Dunbar showed up. They got the fits. They got the cameraman. That's what they all had. Like. They had that little, uh, I seen something mm-hmm. on some IG. They had the little unis and shit. Yeah. They, the blue jumps. Y'all had all of that. And y'all came out here just in some, and was like, we just hit a ball. And that's what y'all did. And that's what it takes. Like, it don't take all that extra stuff. I get that stuff's cool. We, I'd love for y'all to have that. But the fact that y'all just said, hey, we're going to come out here, we're going to put on our best show that we can put on, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, y'all lost when y'all played other teams that might have been playing together longer, but y'all came out here and y'all put on a show that y'all could do, mm-hmm. right? And so overall, my thing is, if I've got kids that want to do anything, want to do anything, if a kid comes to me and say, Mr. Mincy, I want to drive trucks, you know what I'm trying to do? I'm going out to PG College. I'm going to find somebody that owns a trucking company. Whether I search anybody on Instagram and the first person to hit me back and say, yeah, I'm willing to talk to this kid. That's me. That's what I'm going to do. Same thing I did with the student from last year with the art show. Got clipped. Now, she's not in my class. She was in my summer program. Kid says, yeah, I do art. Really? You want to show your art off? Cool. Take the phone. Hey, I got a student here. You think we can show some art off? Because at that point, she'll remember that forever. So it comes to the point where it's like, oh, I've, I've done an art show before. Yeah. I know yeah. what it's like. And they get confidence. Yeah. Because that's a key. But one of my best friends tell me all the time, he's like, bro, you don't know how much, how far I think I would have went if I just had a father to just instill confidence in me. Confidence, yep. And that's like, that's I think it's like, why, like what you just did, you gave them confidence. Like, y'all do y'all part. Like, because kids need to see that, especially when they transition into adulthood. Like, they need that. They need that avenue where they can do, they can in that because they got this ability to where they just I wanna do, I wanna prove, you know what I'm saying? Let them prove they self like mm-hmm. you do your part and we just gonna make sure like if you do hundred percent of what you need to do, like we'll make sure that you are able to do it. And you did that and like a lot of times you gotta just need confidence. Like that's a lot of time a lot of black men is, is lacking like confidence. And that's, that shit come out in a lot of ways when you become an adult. That's like, that's old it seep out. That's old that um that's all that life should be about. Is that's 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 what you, yo. Shining is what keep the food on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real talk. So you know, even what you were saying about people telling you be humble, keep shining, bro, because that's gonna keep the food Turn on up. the table, bro. Turn up. And to for you to shine, you gotta have confidence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know. I just was with my father, like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, one thing, he wasn't always there, but he always gave me the confidence. Mm-hmm. Even because I seen him be confident, <coughs> and mm-hmm. I seen the respect mm-hmm. people gave him because he was confident. And, you know, that's just who I am. Because you ain't going to trust nobody who ain't confident. Right, exactly. And that's why, I said, that's why I said the whole thing about the charm thing. Like, for you to even show your charm, you got to have confidence. Yeah. Like, you got to have... Some type of confidence. What I tell you when I when you was like, dang, you too fresh to take out the trash. What I tell you, that was mm-hmm. like, bro, I just every time I step out the do, house, bro. I make sure that I'm dressed. But see that, but see that's an old school thing. Yes. Because me and my wife talk about this all the time. We'll be in Walmart, we'll be wherever, and one of my biggest things that I hate right now is them fucking UGG slippers. Oh shit! Oh gosh! Gosh, I hate them things. Y'all, I hate them things with a passion. I really, I despise seeing them. Right? 
just the, the as much as I despise seeing a girl with just some slaps. And what we call slaps is when you all you doing, you walking all here slaps. Yeah, I hate that, right? So girls, even boys, do not I'm, I'm, I'm talking, man, you better not walk out here. You better have on you something looking good. You better be looking right. You better be walking out here with no flip-flops. We, I couldn't do the flip-flops in socks. My parents ain't play that. Yeah. And you better have on some clean drawers. Put some damn shoes on your feet. Yeah, you put some shoes on your feet. It's kid, case in point, I remember my mom, and even this girl I dated in college, and because this one I knew, I was like, damn, boy, your parents are old school. So, like, I played football. And you know how girls get cute or whatever, and they want to go to football games, right? Mm-hmm. I remember my mom, and even the girl I dated, her mom used to tell her, I don't care what you got on. You're not going to no athletic event with no damn sandals and nothing like that. You're going with some shoes on. Mm-hmm. Like, you you better put some shoes on or whatnot. All them heels and sandals and stuff, it's the time and the place for that. And that ain't the place. And so, that right there, when I, I bring that up because... Kids don't necessarily go, they're not dressing the part. Mm-hmm. Not dressing the part. I mean, and we're not raising them to dress the part. I mean, we see, we've seen it. Kids, seven, eight years old, and they out here with the fresh lineup and the white feet and some, some new balance. And you saying, like, well, now nah, I want my kid to be this, but you, or you, you dressing girl, your kid. The little girls wearing grown women shit. And like, with the one piece. Saying, with the, it's cute. It's not cute, bro. Like, nah. They don't know better, you know what I'm saying? They but don't. what you're showing them is what their so standards going to so, be. So that's where you stop, knowing better. We it, yeah. it's, it's grown people that don't know no better. They don't know any better. So you got a whole generation of kids that don't know any better. That's why I'm staying mm-hmm. over here. You know what I'm saying? Staying way over here. Do you because, I mean, having to, having to put you... Have, I, again, I, I, my heart goes out to y'all and everybody else kids to have... Because you have... Your kids, you try, you try to put your kids in the correct situation to learn and thrive, but then they also, by default, have to be in that situation. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They have to be around that situation. And everything that you taught them, when they leave, everything is like fighting against that. And like, that's the that's, toughest thing for me as a parent is like, I've seen this with my mother and father, with me and my brother and sisters, like, you can teach your child or prepare for whatever the fuck you want and teach them everything like they're their own people. So when they get to a certain point, they can choose to just disregard everything you fucking taught them like and just do their own thing. Like, But you still got to do it. It's not like a, it's not pointless. You still got to do it because it's like a reference point for them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like if they go off the rocker and it's still like they get lost, they still got a map or a compass to say, this is how I get back on track. But, you know, it's just... It's just a reality that I think we gotta understand. Like people, people gonna make their own decisions and live and do what they wanna do. Mm-hmm. But it don't mean like don't show them something different because they gonna remember. Like I remember a whole bunch of shit that people done told me that I thought was stupid or like kids I gonna hear at some point. You know kids gonna naturally lead you to what they like. They're going. Let me tell you something. Either a kid gonna lead you lead you to what they like, or they're going to lead you to the shit that you showed them. Right. And so, overall, you have to figure out that part. Your kid going to be much happier if um, they're allowed to go in the direction that they like and you guide them as opposed to you saying, no, you're going to do this. No, you're going to do that. No, you're going to do this. Ma, I want to play the piano. No, you're doing gymnastics. Uh, Daddy, I want to be an actor. That shit don't pay no money. 
you need to go be an engineer. Stuff like that, that's where you have that contrast. Because I know, especially like growing up in our time, you have, it's a lot of people that wanted to be, ah, shit, at one point in time, I wanted to be an actor. And I remember my dad specifically saying like, that shit ain't gonna make you no money. And, and overall, at that point in time, I knew that I, I, I could say in the long run, I understand what my dad was saying now. Because my dad saw other talents within me that said, hey, yeah, you might want to do that acting thing, but I, you got a little bit more in you to do something else. So what did he tell you to do? Nothing. Oh. He didn't tell me to do anything. That's one thing my parents didn't but do. But he then. told you what, what, what won't make money. Yeah, he told, he told me what made money, and what, which at that point, it allowed me to open my mind. You know what I'm saying? My dad never said, now overall, even when my dad said, you know, that ain't going to make you no money. He never said, hey, you can't take these drama classes at school. You can't be in one-act play. You can't be in production. He never told me that. He let me participate in all that. But even with that, by me remembering that, made, let me know, like, hey, wait a minute. Actually, my dad was kind of trying to tell me, like, hey, nah, you actually got something else in you. Seek that. Because he never he never put his foot on it and said, nah, you're not going to do that. He allowed me to see stuff and other things, but it also put it to the point where it allowed me to really see my overall but natural talent. supposed to be an actor? I can tell you now, I'm not. I wasn't. You wasn't? No. I wouldn't know. Uh-uh. I know a few actors. I ain't just... Actors and rappers. I gave a friend of mine this point. <clears throat> and I said, the reason why I knew I don't want to be a rapper, because I know a rapper's schedule. I don't want that schedule. I don't think I ever thought a rapper was like a thing to do. Like as a career. But that's just a fucking stupid... That's just a hectic schedule. I never thought of it. You're scared. You know what time you sleep? No. <laughs> yeah, you do. 10 to 7 o'clock. 10 a.m., 7 p.m. Yeah. You got to go to dinner. You got to hit the club till you got me to do a couple walkthroughs. So you leave the club 2 o'clock in the morning. The producer been sitting there since 10. He got his beats up ready to go. As soon as you step in the studio, boom. You writing music. You listen, you listen to the, the to Beats for two hours. You write for maybe another hour. So you went there to 7 a.m. You're a big rapper. You got an album coming out. Now what you got to do? Got a promo. I got a promo. I got a promo from 5. I got to hit the 5. I got to hit the 5 o'clock show. I got to hit this. And the girl, baby, mama, this is the struggle. No, no. Nah, I ain't got to that. I ain't even got to well, that. Yet. Some of these dudes come in like they be having kids. That's what I'm saying. I ain't even got to that yet. All so, right. is you still with your girl? Do you bring her on tour? Do you hold it down? Or do you leave her at home and be away from your kids? Like, after I done hit the promo tour, now you know I got to do for an hour and a half. I got to record radio spots. Mm-hmm. So now I'm one o'clock in the day. Now I go home, I got to see my kids, I got to see my wife, I got to let them, they don't care, they don't care, I've been to the studio all night, been up all day, yeah, it's daddy, job. yeah, daddy, fuck your job. <laughs> hey daddy, hey daddy, I'm jumping on you, I'm tired as fuck, I'm jumping on you, that's how I knew I'm a rapper, no, uh, actor, overall the reason why I kind of know I can't be, because I couldn't date an actor, I know that like, if my wife was an actress, couldn't trust her, couldn't trust her, couldn't trust her, so, for me, you fake for a living. <laughs> yes, like, like I, can't. I can't do it. Can't do it. No, I, I can't don't know do it. Serious, but I seen your movies. You good? Exactly. You, you fucking good. Academy Award you, you date Halle Berry. Like, <laughs> you, nah, nah, now I see why niggas don't fuck with you. Yeah. You crazy? Nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So I, I go to Ludacris route. Exactly. Find me somebody who don't do this. Don't do nothing. Yeah. So I think we had to get to the point of Lee got you know letting our kids 
go, but guide them. Like I always use the point when my dad used, I used to walk in front of my dad. He never, my dad, he never hold my hand or nothing like that. But what he would do, he grabbed the back of that head and be like, hey, whoa, somebody come, I'm not looking. Somebody walking this way, back of that head. Hey, pay attention. That part, guide me. Let me go, but keep me out of the pitfalls. And that's what, that's what we need to do as parents. Instead of just taking a hands-off approach and saying, I'm going to let the internet raise my kids. I'm going to let Instagram, the teacher's yeah. supposed to be doing it. And that's, y'all said in the beginning about, what y'all say, people not having control or some shit? I was talking to Taylor about this, like, when you give up the right to work, you give up control of your life. Oh, yeah. So when you say, I don't want to work, or you want things to be easy, it's Shiny. literally it's people and things and avenues and systems set up to us. They can stop and get done for you. But you don't have no control over what's getting done. Like, you don't control your life. Who don't so, want to work? What you mean? A lot of people don't want to work. A lot of people just want things to be easy. A lot of people just say, look. I a lot of people wish they won the lottery. I had conversations with people say, look, man, I'm just trying to boss up and get this shit so I can just, like, quit. Don't got to work no more. But Nigga, that's like, when the work start. I look at my mother and father. They anniversary today, right? 37 years. Yeah. Pop's still working. Oh, you know what? That shit was on my job today, I think. For real? Yeah. I think so. I 37 think I years. I that shit, but, uh... 37 years. 37. And my mother got a group text. She funny was sending stuff back and forth, but... I look at them, but my mother, 67... She just turned 67 on the 2nd. My father will be 67 on tomorrow whole time. He'll be 57 tomorrow, I think. But, no, he'll be 67 on Saturday. Yeah. But I look at them. My father still go to work. You know what I'm saying? Home Depot. He love it. He just like going to work. Mm -hmm. My mother work at home. I know people get on her nerves, but she love it. And, like, I see what work is for them. I ain't never heard neither one of them complain about work. But I think for them is they don't do it, like, it's like a, we trying to survive thing. It's just like a, yeah, we, we paying the bills, but I don't want to say that. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, bro. Like, no, I know how to explain I it. I feel like. Your parents have accepted their purpose. I said this last week. Your parents have accepted their purpose. A lot of people can't accept their purpose. I, I, and I've, I've, been, I've been harping on this for a couple of weeks now. A lot of people can't Hold accept it. What you mean? You ain't accepted their purpose at work? No, they accepted their purpose. Like Jay said, they don't complain, right? When you're walking, not in your passion, when you're walking in your purpose of what yeah, I'm supposed yeah, to be doing, yeah, if you walk in your purpose of what I'm supposed to be doing, and nothing bother you. Like, take for instance, I might, it might sound like I'm complaining about my kids, right? But literally, just be frustrated. I'd be frustrated. Yeah. I've never, and I've, I've made a whole lot more money than what I make now dealing with other stuff, right? And have been miserable. Been miserable. But... And been more frustrated than I am with these kids because I, now I'm dealing with grown folks, and you know that's a totally more frustrating thing than dealing with kids, yeah. right? And so we, when you when you talk about like he said, his dad goes to work at Home Depot. I, Joe Paterno, right? What happened as soon as Joe Paterno got fired? Dad died. That was his died. Purpose. That was his purpose. Your Jake dad yeah, works true. at Home Depot because seeing people every day, helping people every day. That's his purpose. That nigga worked retail his whole life. He it's his purpose. He went to college and everything. Got a degree. That nigga worked at Sigs, Circuit City, Home Depot. Perfect. All right. So here was my perfect example. Your dad went to college and everything, right? So your dad could have took the mentality of, I got a college degree. And he ain't even got a degree in that shit. That yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got a college degree. I'm bigger than this retail shit. I'm bigger than this retail. I can go off. What's your dad degree in? Horticulture. Horticulture. So overall, this man can... 
fucking open up a lawn a landscaping company. No and no, he got one like, the whole time. Exactly. But he got one. But again, your dad knows his purpose to where he knows like, hey, my purpose is a Home Depot, right? My passion is horticulture. And I'm able to do my passion because I'm walking in my purpose. Once people, once a lot of people start to accept their purposes again, I always say this like, sometimes your purpose is not going to get you that Land Rover, it ain't going to get you that Benz, it's not going to get you that house and Bowie, it's not going to get you none of that. It might get you this, <coughs> right? But you wake up every morning with a smile on your face, whether you're going to work, whether you own your own business, you're happy with your kids. Even if your kids get on your nerves, you're still able to walk in the other room and be like, I'm good. Because you are walking in your purpose, so it allows you to fuel your passion, which is your kids, your video work, your art. And it that allows goes, you to do that all of that. talking about crook, like people, people dealing with themselves, like they can't accept certain shit because they ain't dealt with themselves, but they yeah. won't accept mm-hmm. who they are. Because for real, for real, I think people learn themselves, but you gotta keep learning yourself. You gotta keep adapting, and you just gotta like know what you want and know who you are. And in this day and age. There's so many images put in front of us. Like, we, we getting branded and programmed and everything. Everybody want to be somebody else. They want to be what these other people like. Everybody want to be superstar. Everybody want to be famous. Everybody want to be the But one thing about it, though. One thing about, I can say, though. One thing about everybody being able to say, the, the being able to see everything can be a good thing for kids. Because now, if we, how can I say, if we, um are able to fuel, if we're able to take what they're seeing and help them fuel their options off of what they're seeing, because they can see a lot of things. They just, we, they just, we're not really, we know our kids listen to NBA Youngboy. We know the kid 20 and got 10 kids, but we still allowing our kids to look, listen to that. I'm not saying your kids can't listen to music. I listen to Three Six Mafia. That's my favorite. Exactly. Movie. I never smoke crack. No, exactly. I never we, did coke. our parents also <laughs> also made sure that because I, I mean my parents let, my parents let me grow up listening to Biggie, Tupac, all that. But they also knew to teach me how to separate that part. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents wouldn't let me walk around in Versace shit. I, they wouldn't let me get thug like tattooed on my no. But kids, <laughs> did you want to? Hell no. Nah. No, but they were, even if I wanted to, they weren't playing that. But now we got kids that they see kids with their face tatted up, and they twelve and thirteen years old, and parents like, "Cool, okay." <coughs> come know, out with that. See what face tattoos nowadays, bro. Come out with they are like take for I got this tattoo on my hand, right? At first, I used at first I was like, "Bet greatest part." I still do greatest part. The only thing is, I wish I would have got it on my left hand mm-hmm. because. The right hand is always the first hand you see. It's always the first hand you see. So that's the first thing you see, right? And so I wish I would have got it on the left hand. You did the right thing <laughs> on your left hand. So that's the only no, part. No, I got this one on my right hand. So when oh. you see that, you know this is my hand that I, this is the money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. You understood that at that point when you got it, when you understood that. When I got this, I was just getting it. Like I was just on the tattoo spree. And the nigga was like, I had a tattoo artist and the nigga was, Good, yeah. he was cheap, yeah. and I was like, nigga, run it up. Give me another one. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, like, run it up. Right here, son. Yeah, right here, right up. Wherever you want to put it, yeah. And I can come, and I can come to the crib, we can smoke together, all of that. Yeah, nigga, that's just way better than a tattoo parlor. Yeah. So run it up. So that's the only thing about that. But we have to, back to the point of kids, like, my parents wouldn't have never, they knew what I needed to be in at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? And they knew that me walking into somebody's wherever, 
at the age of 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, going up with a tattoo on my face, that shit's going to put me behind. And our kid, we not telling our kids like, hey, that shit was going to put you behind. Yeah, you might get there. Especially, especially if when I got this, it was a meme. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I already knew I'm not going to be in no corporate. Nobody's going to make my, I'm making my own rules anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck because I don't plan on integrating into a society, or into a corporate situation mm-hmm. anyway. I am the corporation. So, but yeah, you got youngers nowadays. They at the Starbucks with the motherfuckers. Yeah, they got their, they got no, with five, 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 four, five on their face. Now, first off, one. First off, this let me tell this how I know I ain't got no tattoo on my face. Nigga, when the nigga on this shit around my neck, mm-hmm. when the nigga got on the sternum, mm-hmm. nigga, that needle, I felt that I felt oh, the right. first one. That's right. And nigga, I felt like that shit went through my chest to my back. This joint right here. Yeah, right when here. they get you right here, or no, Jake, no, or when they get you right here, that yeah. shit is like this bone right here. This oh, bone, nigga, you can feel that yeah, shit. Yeah, you can all the way because one thing about now, you're starting to move a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It give. Yeah, that, shit, that shit felt like this right here. Hey, right, yo, this right here, Jake. This hey, don't give. Nah, I nah, went straight through. Hey, you gotta go straight through because you. Because thing about this though, once he start, you don't want him to stop because that first one, that first right here, that nigga, that shit is like it's gonna keep happening. Yeah, you got you got it. That first one. Once you get past that first one, you good. But that first once you put that needle on that bone, nigga. So I know that hurt. I ain't got my skin on my face. I, mean, I see a bone right there. Nah, here. this one did. Nah, it don't. They don't. Oh, None see, of my tattoos. Oh, see, see, I, I, see, I, I, that's, I, I feel see, like that should have hurt me. I seen a with a face full, bro. Yeah. They was getting that shit. And when I was in the school, high school, I was when I was working in the high school, I'm like, damn. Face tats when I was growing up was gangs yeah, or right. prison. That's what it was. And now... But that's become the the only become, nigga who I knew who had a face tattoo growing up was a nigga from jail. Like that's what I'm telling you. The only nigga I knew that had a face tattoo growing up was the niggas on TV. The first nigga I, the first time I thought of the first nigga that honest I'm and this how to the point I was oblivious to niggas having face tattoos outside of gangs in prison. Well, when them niggas said Gucci got a tattoo, that's when I was like niggas are actually tattoo on their face. Yeah. And then it just blew up from there. And it was just like, y'all really out here tattooing but, but y'all see, face. But that's the, you know what, now that, now it's become a defense mechanism. Because a lot of these youngs is weak and they don't want to get tried. So they put all that crazy shit on their face. I don't have a To look crazy. Yeah. Just to look crazy. Yeah. To look crazy. If the crazier I look, you're not going to fuck with it. That's what I'm telling you. So crazy has become gangster. Keep going. And that's not. and A whole bunch of stuff has become crazy. And gangster gangster is not. Inconsiderate. Yeah, and Dope that's heads. not and that's not what gangster is. No. Gangster is an organized criminal. Mm-hmm. Organized. Say say that part again. Organized. Uh, yes, that is exactly what a gangster is, son. See, I was raised by gangsters, so I know what a gangster is. Mm-hmm. So, and I know 
that what you you not. You a nigga that's re re. Gangsters don't even like you. Yeah. Gangsters yeah. don't want to. Gangsters don't even want that light. Listen, That's why they won't suit you. Yeah. Listen, and, and places of business. Yeah, yeah. They, they didn't get business. tattoos on their face because they I didn't bring. You. They didn't need that attention. They I, I needed to fit in with. I, if I'm gonna be doing dirt, that's. But that's how you, I am. What you For me, is like. That's everything, bro. Like that's it's it. defense mechanism, it's defense. and it comes from a lot of stuff. Yeah. Lack of confidence, lack of lack everything. Of like they just exactly. don't, like you yeah, said, they're scared to get tried. They don't think they have the wherewithal. Like again, I think this is something that my generation struggles with. They be trying to prepare for like the big punch, like bro. You can't, bro. Like they want a safe way to do fucked up shit. It's no safe way uh, to do fucked up nah, shit. Nigga, like, you gonna do it or you not? I done been around when I was like, dog, in my 20s, early 20s, I was around so many different people. Every time I was around like some like, from a. some college kids or like some kids who thought they was like That's not hood shit. kids. You brought me some shit the other day, it looked like this shit. They'll be like, they'll be like, oh, we wanna do like, we gotta do it smart, bro. Like, bro, it's no smart way to do wild shit. No, it's no, it's wild shit. Just because you think you're not in a certain environment, because a lot of people, a lot of kids thought we not in the hood, so it's not, bro. It's sometimes the worst, the most, the worst situations I've been in wasn't even really in the hood, bro. Like that's a fact. It was just uh, being around other kids that was oblivious to what the fuck they was doing, like, yeah. bro. Do y'all know what we doing, bro? Like, nah. But like you said, it's a defense mechanism. Like you ever, you ever, you ever, you ever was around a nigga that. Always on some tough man shit. <laughs> yep. And you know, like, you yes. know what I'm saying. And then when yes. you then and then when you get around, you might get around some chicks, or you might get around some niggas, and he gon' he gonna get around you and start fronting like you tough. And then you like, yo, my nigga, you, yeah, like we like, not around you because you think you, you tough, nigga. We around you because we fuck with you, yeah, like We're friends. I don't know, right? I don't know, right? I, I just. Right? I'm just so always, like, again, like, like, come on, son, with that shit. 